Amen. Amen. Can we thank our praise team for a wonderful time of worship this morning? Amen. You may be seated. Great to have everyone here this morning at Orchard Church. We especially want to welcome our first-time guests. If this is your first time at Orchard Church, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Um, Orchard, can we welcome our guests this morning? Just thank our guests for being with us. If you are a first-time guest this morning, if you do us a favor inside your newsletter, there's a guest connection card. If you just fill that out, drop it in the offering bucket when it goes by at the end of service. We're not interested in your money today, but we're definitely interested in you, and we want you to be more than just a face in the crowd. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to take that card. We're going to send you a little thank you note in the mail for being our guest and a coupon for a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. So you don't want to miss out on that. So if you're a first-time guest today, please fill that out and, and let us know that you're, you're with us today. We're, we're glad to have you. Um, we, on Sunday night, had a state of the church meeting, and we had a great meeting. And I just wanted to share a couple of the things uh, that God is doing here at Orchard Church and, and just blessing us in amazing ways. Uh, one of the things that we reported on is last year, for the entire year of 2014, Orchard Church grew by 22% in one year. So can we praise the Lord for that? 22% uh, more people. And then... We, we hit January, and we said, well, let's see what's going to happen in, in January. And we had something happen in the entire month of January, four Sundays, that has never happened in the history of Orchard Church. Uh, we were up 45% for the entire month of January over the same month a year ago, 45%. So we, can we thank God for that? It was amazing, amazing. One, one of the Sundays we were up over 50%. The last two Sundays in a row before today, we had over 1,400 people two weeks in a row in our, our three services. And so I'm saying all of this to say this. Um, we need your help. And I know I mentioned this last Sunday, and we had about 25, 30 new people in the 8 o'clock service, and they let me know they were there. They're like, hey, Pastor, we, we came at 8, we sacrificed, and we appreciate that uh, because we desperately a need to free up some seats in the 9.30 and the 11 service uh, and get some people coming at 8 because we have about 200 people at the 8 o'clock and over 600 have been coming to the 9.30 and the 11. Now, I know you guys are looking around today going, oh, I see plenty of seats. It's Super Bowl Sunday, and it snowed last night, and so that's why. But next Sunday, uh, there would be hard, it's hard to find seats in the 930 service, as many of you have, have been noticing that. And so a couple of things you can do to help us. If you just cannot come to the 8 o'clock service, if you would just kind of get in the habit when you do come to the 930, or if you sometimes come to the 11, try to fill in the seat. So I know we like to like sit down and leave a seat or two uh, beside us, and what's hard is people come in sometimes three or four at a time with a family and it's hard to find three or four seats together. So if you can kind of just get in the habit of trying to fill in the seats uh, next to you, don't leave like one or two seats, that'll really help us out just by doing that. And if any of you can, get up a little bit earlier and come to the eight o'clock service. It's a good service. All right, uh, it's my first one of the day. I'm really fresh. We're we're awake. Uh, we we may even start doing some drawings, you know, to like entice you guys to come to the eight o'clock service. But really, in all seriousness, it's a simple way. I know you say it sounds simple, but it's a simple way to just serve here at Orchard Church by just saying, I'll come to the 8 o'clock service and give my seat up at the 9.30 or 11 because that's where all of our first-time guests end up showing up. And, and just that simple thing can really be a way to minister to other people because, you know, we don't want to uh, stop people from coming to Orchard Church and finding Christ. Amen? 
So if you can help us out in that way, just by coming to the 8 o'clock service, it would be a huge blessing uh, to our church and to those people that are coming and, and trying to find seats. We would really appreciate that. Well, today is a Mission Sunday here at Orchard Church, and we're going to talk about what God is doing around the world through the ministry of this church in the area of missions. If you have your Bibles, I want to just read one passage to you this morning. Turn to Matthew chapter 28, uh, verse 18. And this is a passage that the Orchard Church was founded on nine years ago. It's the, been called the Great Commission or the Great Command that, that Jesus gave to his apostles that started the first church, that went on to start other churches, uh, that led to 2,000 years later the churches we have today. And it's, it's really Jesus' famous last words and our marching orders, what we're supposed to be doing as a church. And we take this very seriously. And it says in Matthew 28, 18, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, and help me out church, go therefore and make disciples. This is, Orchard Church is a disciple-making church. We want to reproduce reproducers. Uh, That's where we came up with the name, Orchard Church. The idea of an orchard that bears fruit, that bears more fruit and reproduces. And it's it's built into our name. And we want to make disciples, not not just here in Commerce City and Brighton and Thornton. And not just in Denver and not just in Colorado, but all around the world. Because Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. All nations throughout the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things as I have commanded you. And Jesus says, and when you do that, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. And so we want to make disciples here and around the world. And so we do that through supporting missionaries and mission works around the world. And just to give you guys a little update, we have five uh, full-time missionaries that we support around the world in five different countries. And we we pray for them. We financially give to them. Um, Our church kind of takes the approach that we don't have a lot of missionaries, but the ones we choose out are ones that are doing ministry like we're doing at Making Disciples, and we heavily support them. Most of our missionaries have said that Orchard Church is their largest financial supporting church of any of the churches that they have. And, and we're able to do some great things for them. And when they have project needs, there have been several times they've called us up and needed ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 for something in their ministry. We've been able to just write a check and, and give it to them because of your faithful giving. For those of you that don't know, we made a decision very early on in our church. We were about three, four years old, and God really laid this on my heart. We tithe off the tithe. So anytime you guys tithe at Orchard Church, you give to the general offering, 10% of all of that goes into our missions account immediately. And so here's the great news. Last year, in 2014 alone, Orchard Church tithed off the tithe over $150,000 to missions last year in 2014. So thank you. Thank you for your faithful giving and your support. And when when you tithe and you're faithful in that, you also are giving to missions. Uh, But it doesn't end there. A lot of you give over and above your tithe uh, to missions or give to our our feeding centers. We have two local uh, missions that we support. The Denver Rescue Mission, who does an incredible job uh, here in Denver to help the homeless. We also support a, a caring pregnancy center. We have two church plants that we're currently supporting that are getting started. We started our own church, uh, Orchard Church of Erie, four years ago, fully supported them uh, for their first three years. 
We have then, of course, three feeding centers around the world that we support. And these feeding centers are feeding centers that Orchard Church has started through our missionaries. And we're the only church that support these feeding centers exclusively. So everything they get comes from our church. And that is in Mexico, Haiti, and the Philippines. We, you guys, through your giving to our feeding centers, feed over 400 children every day around the world. Can we thank God for that this morning? So thank you. For your giving. And every year we re-sign up and you guys pledge to give over and above your, your tithes and offerings to the feeding center. This year you guys uh, pledged $4,449. That's, that's the goal and the pledge. You can find that in your newsletter every week. We tell you this is the goal. And then what came in in January, we had 3786 that actually was received. So it was a little bit lower than our goal. And so um, we're, we're able to support our feeding centers through your giving. So please stay faithful in that area. If you signed up and, and made that promise and that pledge, uh, be sure you keep up with that because that's what we're able to support them with. If you're new to our church and you want to give to our feeding centers, uh, you can just mark feeding centers there on your giving. And one of the exciting things we get to do, and it's a lot of fun here at Orchard Church, is every year in the fall, we collect shoeboxes for our children in our feeding center. So these go to our kids in our feeding centers that we're feeding every day. And this year, you guys collected over 400 Christmas shoeboxes to go to our three feeding centers. And so we told them to take pictures. So you guys ready to watch the pictures? So we're going to right now check out the video from our three feeding centers and your shoeboxes that you gave our kids for Christmas. So you're going to love this.
praise the Lord for all those gifts. Thank you guys. Yeah, we, uh, we can't thank you guys enough for your generosity to give those shoe boxes. And I know some of you guys gave one and some of you gave several. And, but all of them went to kids and were a huge blessing. And we don't just meet physical needs, but we also are able to meet spiritual needs. And I know every one of our missionaries have said that our feeding centers... Uh, around the world in the Philippines and Haiti and Mexico has just opened a, a door wide open to reach these kids for the gospel. They've seen many moms come to Christ and dads come to Christ. And so this, this ministry is being very fruitful because of your generosity. So thank you guys. Thank you so much uh, for being such a giving church. And it's, it's fun to be a part of this. Well, one of the things we're going to do today with the majority of our time is you guys are going to get to meet and get to know a little bit better our, our new Spanish pastor, Marcial and his wife, uh, Jana, we've been praying uh, for them to come here for about the last year. We're going to tell you about how God brought that uh, to fruition. But they moved here about three weeks ago. And so today we're going to interview them a little bit and get to know them better. But would you right now just help me welcome uh, Marcial and his wife, Jana Munoz, our new Spanish pastor here at Orchard Church. Come on out, guys. Great to have you guys with us and part of our family. And now I know this was a, a significant week for you, Marcial. You've been here about three weeks now, I believe it is. And, and this morning, uh, Marcial got to drive on the snow for the first time. And he made it safely. We're here back, so he's doing, doing good. I was pushing my car. It, it was more uh, safely. Yeah. <laughs> And this was also a significant week because uh, when we started the paperwork to, to get Marcial uh, here, Jan Jana's already an American citizen. Uh, she was uh, born here in the States and, and lived here for a long time before her parents were missionaries in, in Mexico. But we had to do a little paperwork to be able to get Marcial here. And so he started the process and they gave him a, a temporary six-month visa. And they said, that'll give you enough time until your official green card arrives. And then you'll be a permanent resident uh, for 10 years. And I know he's planning to hopefully even become an American citizen in the next couple of years. And so last week, I get a text from Marcial. And there's a picture. And he got his green card last week. So he's got a 10-year permanent residency in the United States. So praise God for that. He's got it. He, he's got it. But and I know that he felt like, you know, life is complete now. I've got my, my green card, and so I've got everything I need to live here in the United States. But not quite, Marcial. There's one more thing, maybe even more important than that. If you're going to live in Denver, Colorado, that you've got to have here. You've got to have a Denver Broncos t-shirt. So we're going to give him one of those. Get him started off right. And then we got one for Jana as well to get them started off right. There, there we go. Because next year, they're going to be playing in the Super Bowl, right? It's going to be the, the right team. So, so you can take those, Jana, all right? But we're so happy to have uh, Marcial and Jana as a part of, of this ministry and, and to have them here. And I want you guys to, to get to know them a little bit better today. I, I've had the privilege of knowing Marcial and Jana for a little over 10 years. And you guys are just going to fall in love with this couple and their family. They're just awesome, awesome people. And so a lot of people don't know the story, how we got to this point to bring you here and, and help us start this Spanish ministry. And it began about a year ago in February. Uh, we took a group from our church to visit.
visit Adolfo and April Rezga, our missionaries that we support have for several years in Orizaba, Mexico, helped them get that church started there. And we thought we were just going on a mission trip to be with our missionaries and, and see our feeding center and, and enjoy that. But God did a little more than we even expected. And as many of you know, we are a church planting church. We, we've already planted one other church, and we've been praying for a couple of years uh, for the next church planter and how can we start another ministry and just waiting on God's timing and not, not knowing how that was going to uh, come about. And little did I know that God was going to uh, give us someone to help us start another ministry when I, I was in Mexico. And so we got into a conversation one night. You started asking me some questions. So tell them how that win and what that led to that, that day? Yeah, a few, few months before uh, that, I started to, to feel the call of God to come here to the States uh, to make disciples. And, and I shared that with my wife, Jana, and I told her, do you know what? I think God is calling me to, to do that. So let's start uh, to pray about that. And we started to pray. And then when, when Doug and his team were there in Mexico, I just asked, asked him, uh, where, uh, well, uh, are there some Hispanic people there in, in the States? And he told me, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> a tons of Hispanic people there in, in Denver. Um, I just tell him because I, 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 and he told me, we, we just are praying for somebody to, to come here and, and start a Hispanic ministry there. And, and I told him, do you what I, I am praying for that too. I, 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 I feel that God is calling me to go to the States, but I don't know where. And he just said, I know where. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I, I was just joking with him. He was asking me these questions. And I, I said, yeah, you should come and help us start a Spanish ministry. He's like, well, that's what I've been praying about and, and talking to Adolfo about. And I was like, no way. And so we spent a couple hours and sat down and talked with Adolfo and started praying. And, and then after about a month or so, God just confirmed that it was, it was the right decision and the right opportunity and uh, the right time. And God had been working in, in our life because we had said for several years, we'd love to start a Spanish ministry here at Orchard Church. We, we, we know there are many Spanish-speaking people in our community. We'll, we'll give you some of those statistics here in a little bit, but um, I, I speak, you know, a little bit of Spanish. I know words like burrito and taco and enchilada, you know, those important words, but that's about it. And so I had no idea, you know, how are we going to find someone that's bilingual so we can communicate with them, but they can also communicate with the Spanish-speaking people. And, and God just brought us together. And, and we started talking to Adolfo and, uh, you know, Marcial had been Adolfo's right-hand guy for the last several years and had been his assistant pastor. And so, you know, that was a big, big thing for him to be willing to release Marcial and Jana to come to the States. And, and I just want to say a special thank you to our missionaries, Adolfo and April, because they, they're not about their kingdom. They're about the kingdom. And, and they, were, they were willing enough to say, you know what, we're going to give you our best family and our best guy to allow him to come to the United States to help you start a Spanish ministry. And there's not a lot of missionaries and pastors that are willing to do that. And, and so that, that's a huge heart uh, for God and for the Spanish-speaking people here to be willing to do that. And I know I've, I've thanked and apologized to Adolfo many times for stealing his best guy, but he was very supportive and gracious and I know excited. So we took a year to prepare and to pray and, and uh, you guys, as you decided to come here, you, you, you made the drive. Um, they got, they had one minivan, so they piled 
their three boys and themselves in the minivan and whatever they could fit, which was basically just their clothes. And, and what did you do with the rest of your stuff? You, you guys, I think, were renting a place there. What did you do with all that? Yeah, we had to sell everything. And we started selling our stuff maybe uh, in this, this past November. And for, for us, it was a surprise because when we put the sign out of our house, everything was weekly. And, and in a month, we, we didn't have anything. We, we were sleeping <laughs> the floor and everything. Yeah. So it was very quickly. Yeah. yeah. And we then I think everything. you guys, you know, just you didn't even have a home for a month yeah. or so there. You were living with friends and family. And they had sold everything, all their furniture, all of their stuff. You know, all they kept was their, their clothes. And those were not winter clothes. Yeah. And they were stepping out on complete faith just to come here and be a part of our church and help start this Spanish ministry. And they didn't ask for anything. They didn't say, okay, we need this and we need this. They just well, said... Well, let me, let, let me stop you there because oh, okay. I, I didn't ask everything because I'm so spiritual. But, <laughs> but my wife, he, he was not deeply in the work those days. <laughs> So she asked for a drying and a washer. So, <laughs> that is and, true. and one day she, she was uh, washing the dishes, and she was she was thinking, and, and she said, "You know what? I I remember that I just asked for a, a space for a washing and a dryer. I I didn't tell them that not, we need a washing and a dryer, <laughs> not just a space. Just so. a space. So that's true. They did ask. Jan asked for one thing." One thing, and so we're praying for her that, yeah, yeah but uh, yeah. that was her one request. She, she didn't care about anything else, but yeah. she, she said, is there any way I can get a washer and dryer? And so we gave the plea to you guys here at Orchard Church, and we, we found them a place to rent a, a really nice townhouse down in southern Commerce City because we wanted to locate them down there where the majority of the, the Spanish-speaking people are at, and we got them a nice place, and, but we had to fill it. We had nothing, and they had nothing. And so we asked you guys to help us with that. And I just got to tell you guys, you blew us away with your, your generosity. You guys, I mean, just responded so quickly to supply everything that was needed. I mean, the beds and the furniture and winter clothes and all the kitchen things. And someone, a couple of people came over and they stocked the pantries. And so we, we just want to thank you guys because you guys did exceedingly and abundant above what we even asked from you guys to do. And so we put together a little video. Uh, it's a video of a, the before and after their house. And everything you see, you guys were a part of and, and was donated by people in Orchard Church. So you'll like this. Check this out.
All donated. Wow. Boys Playroom. Wow. <laughs> this is just kind of like their playroom. I'm just breaking. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? Yes, thank you guys so much. So you got tears in your eyes again. I know it's your second time you've seen it. What, what, what did you like to say, Marcial? I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much. Um, that day I could uh, tell my oldest, kin, oldest son, uh, when, when you obey God, God gives you everything that you need. Because he was a little bit sad because we didn't buy them some Christmas presents because we need to travel. So I just told him, when you obey God, God gives you everything you need. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, everyone that had a part in that. It was really special. It was, it was a lot of fun. So I, I want the church to have an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. You know, I've known you for 10 years. So share with Orchard Church your testimony. How did you come to Christ? How did you get into ministry? What have you been doing the last you know, several years and how God has prepared you for this opportunity. Yeah, well, I was born in a Christian home. Uh, I'm from Mexico City, the biggest city of the world. <laughs> I'm from Mexico City. I, uh, I was born in a Christian home, and, but I had never uh, a relationship with, with, with God. And I remember when I was 10 years old, uh, my Sunday school teachers came to me and, and he shared the gospel with me. And I was 10 years old, and he asked me, do you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior? And I just told him, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't want to do that right now. And he was very surprised, but uh, in fact, he, he was talking with my dad, and he told him, why Martial doesn't want to receive Christ as his Savior? And my dad just said, I, I don't know. Uh, then when I was 12 years old, I started to smoke marijuana with my friends in the high school, I mean in the middle school. I don't know that it's not a big deal here in Colorado to marijuana, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there, uh, in that time, it was a very big deal. So I started to smoke marijuana, and then a few years later, my, my parents decided to send me to uh, a rehab center when I was 14 years old. Uh, it was there in the rehab center, I, I had my first experience. With God, I, I just prayed to him and, and told him, God, please change my life. I, I don't want to live by, uh, like this. But I think I was too young to understand everything. So uh, I think I did not take this so seriously. And when I went out from the rehab center, I still using drugs. So when I was like 19 years old, I was very, very deeply in the drugs. I was using cocaine and I started to inject cocaine in my veins and one day I was dying in my bathroom. And I just prayed to God that day and I just 
prayed him, please save me, save me, save me for all my, my sins and, and help me because I can't do that for my own. And from that day to today, I, I am a different guy. God saved me. I can tell you God saved me. Somebody, people ask me, when was your, your salvation? And you know, when you, are, when you are born in a Christian home, you pray a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, I, I, can, I can't tell you when was the time. The only thing that I can tell you that is that I was blind, and I, and now I can see very clearly. Amen. So uh, after that day, I I was talking with with Adolfo Ruesga, our missionary, and I started I, I started discipleship with him. I I started to spend some time with him, and God started to to do his work in my life, to change my heart, to change my mind. Um, I, I just remember the first time that I uh, uh, saw, saw him preaching, uh, Adolfo, when I saw him preaching, I remember that I had said, I want to do that. I want to preach the gospel. I, I mean, I was dying. Why God lead me here in this air? I'm not too special. So why? And that's why he wants that I preach the gospel in all nations. So. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Wonderful testimony. So talk about what you have been doing the last several years. What brought you to Orizaba uh, to partner with Adolfo and, and all that you've been doing and how God has used that to prepare you to help us start the Spanish ministry. Yeah, I started to help Adolfo there in Saltillo, Coahuila. It's all the north of Mexico. I started to help him uh, with some stuff like Jude and music. And, and then after some years, he decided to go down all Mexico to Orizaba, Veracruz. And then uh, we started to pray about that too. And we feel that God was uh, uh, calling us to go to Orizaba, Veracruz. So we, we went to Orizaba, Veracruz with him, and we, we just, uh, he, he, he was with the church like one year, I think, when we came to the Orizaba, Veracruz, and we started to help him. I was the, the youth pastor there, I was leading the music there, and I was like an assistant pastor there in, in Orizaba, Veracruz. So, it, it was a very hard work there in, mm. <laughs> in Orizaba. And you did that for the last four years. Yeah, so, last four so years. So you were really uh, Adolfo's kind of right-hand man yeah. and did a little little bit of everything. I, I was the Mexican Gary. The Mexican Gary. Yeah. Okay. The Mexican Gary. Yes. Mexican yeah. Gary. Better looking, right? Better looking, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and what's, what's awesome is you got to experience a little bit of everything in ministry, working with students, working with adults, working yeah. with family. Um, I know that Marcial is very talented musically. He plays the guitar. He sings. And so God is, uh, yeah, he does. And uh, God has prepared you yeah. to, to start, you know, the Spanish, the Spanish ministry. And, right. and, and I, I think that God has been using the last several years to bring you to this point. And, and yeah. it's exciting to, to see what God is doing and how he's prepared you for this time and, and this, this moment. Right. So let's talk a little bit about the Spanish ministry and, and why God brought you here and, and where we want to uh, 
uh, see this go and what, what God has, has got planned as far as the Spanish ministry. So first talk a little bit about the need. I know we, we've seen the need, but yeah. what have you seen as far as the need just in the time you've been here for three weeks? Yeah, well, I, I don't know if you have been there in Commerce City South, but there, there's a store, its name is Plaza Mexico. So can you believe that it's, it's like to be in Mexico down there in, in Commerce City? So there are a lot of Hispanic people. I was in a meeting with my kid in his school, and the meeting was in English and Spanish, because all the people who speak Spanish there. So there's a, a big need, and if you go to the internet and, and, find, and try to find Commerce City, you're going to find that Commerce City uh, has a 47% of Hispanic people. But if you just take the Commerce City South, you're going to find that there is like 70% Hispanic people just in the South of Commerce City. And if we take Brighton too, we're going to find 40% Hispanic people there. So if we took everything together, we have like 45% of Hispanic people here in, in this area. Mm -hmm. So we are talking about thousands and thousands of people. And that there's a big need. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were doing some of the, the math and demographic studies in you know, the yeah. last couple of weeks looking at it. And I would say conservatively, there's probably 25 to 30,000 people mm -hmm. you know, within about 10 miles of Prairie View High School where Orchard Church meets that are... Spanish speaking, um, and some of them, all they speak is Spanish, and, and they can't come to an English service and, and understand it, and those who are bilingual prefer in their native language yeah. of Spanish. So there's a huge need and a huge opportunity. Um, I know you've kind of looked around a little bit trying to find out, well, are there already some Spanish-speaking churches? Because there are some, but what, what have you found as far yeah, as Yeah, we, we were looking at some Spanish uh, churches, and yeah, there, there are some... Spanish churches in the area, but uh, I think each church has like 50 people there in their church, and we are talking about 1,000 Hispanic people in the area, so th there's a big, a big need, uh, and I think we, we need to reach them with the gospel. Amen. So. Would you agree, church? Yes. Amen. Amen. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the vision for, for this ministry. You know, people have asked questions, okay, is this going to be an extension of this ministry? Are we trying to just plant a whole nother church, you know, Orchard Espanol? Yeah. Oh, so what is, we've talked about this, what, what do you see happening? Yeah, we, we're going to start like extension of this church because we can do that alone, yeah? Uh, we are members of this church now. Mm -hmm. We are working in our, mem in our membership. We took the class last <laughs> Sunday. Uh, I, I don't know if I passed the test. <laughs> I'm sure I did. <laughs> and we are working. We are members of this of this church. Uh, we love this church. And my pastor is Doug Dameron now. So we want to that that this Hispanic ministry is a, an extension of this church. Uh, maybe we are thinking about. Uh, where we're going, we're going to start, we're going to start a service here in the school or in the ministry center. Uh, well, we, we don't know yet. You're going to help us with that in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, we want to do like an extension of this ministry because we want all this, but in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah, and so one of the verses that I, I've shared with Marcial and, and Jana that was very instrumental for Shelly and I and is to this day when we started Orchard Church nine years ago in our living room was, and a, and a missionary actually shared this uh, verse with me. It's Proverbs 16, 9. And it says, a man's heart plans his way, but it's the Lord that directs our steps. So we can plan and, and organize and all of these things, which we will be doing, but we want to allow the Lord to direct our steps. Amen, church? The, the, the details, the timing, where, how, and all of those, those things. And so we're in the uh, preparing stage, the, the praying stage, and that's where you guys can help us. And uh, if you had to ask us right now how we feel the Lord is leading us, as Marcial said, we're not looking at trying to start a whole other church right now. I mean, it may end up that way someday, but right now we want it to be an extension of what God is doing here in this ministry. And so we're looking at starting a Spanish service um, it, where everything would be in Spanish, the music, the message, everything. And it would just be at a, a different time. So it might be that we start it here at the high school, possibly during our 11 o'clock service, and it would be in another room, but yet the kids could still go to our children's ministry because most of the kids speak English, even if the parents don't. Um, we had originally talked about starting it at the ministry center that's at 96th and Highway 2. We have a large room there that'll seat 150 or so people. But the challenge is if you get 100, 150 Spanish-speaking adults, you're going to have three, 400 children probably that come with them. Right, Marcial? And so we don't know where we would put all of them. That's, that's the challenge. So we're letting God direct the details and the steps. Where do we start this and what does it look like? Maybe we start at the ministry center and then we end up over here or maybe we get another place altogether. But this is where we need your help. So we've been waiting for this day to, to get your input as the Lord directs us. So inside of your newsletter, there's a, a half sheet that says Spanish ministry. I want to encourage all of you right now to take that out. And if you are planning to be involved in this new Spanish ministry in any way, if you're planning to attend the Spanish service, if you're planning to invite someone to come with you, or you maybe you're not planning to come, but you know a Spanish-speaking family that you're going to be inviting, you've been telling them about this, then, then I want you to fill this out right now. Now, if you're not planning on being part of, of the Spanish service, you don't need to fill it out, okay? We want this to be from those that are, because this is going to help us as we get started to know how many people to expect, how many children to expect, what facility is going to work, what's not going to work. So if you can give us your name and your contact information, the service time preferences, you can circle. Uh, these are all different times we've kind of been kicking around. Circle all of them that would apply to you. So you don't have to just circle one. And that kind of help us as well. How many people will be attending? Include everyone in your family. Give us the ages. Uh, that would be attending, the adults, the ages of the kids. If you're planning to bring another guest family, let us know how many, how many kids on that. Um, we also, it'll help, be helpful if you're planning to attend both. You say, well, I'm going to go to the Spanish service, but I'm also going to come to the English-speaking services. We, we need to know that as, as well. And especially if you're willing to, to serve, if you're willing to help us out and serve, um, it would be probably helpful and important if you can speak Spanish because everything will be in Spanish. But we need people that will be willing to serve and help us out. And it may be that you only serve for a couple of months as we get started, and, and then that's it. That's okay. We need to know that. So if you would just fill that out right now, and then when you're done with it, just fold it in half. When we receive our offering in a few minutes at the end of our service, just drop 
drop that in, and we're going to take all this information and pray over it. And this will really help us to know what our next step is and our next move as we prepare. So we would really appreciate that a lot. So um, anything else, Marcial, that, that you want to share? I know you've got, uh, as we're waiting to do these services, we have, you've already started a, a small group. Yeah. So tell them a little bit about that, Spanish-speaking small group. Yeah, we already started a small group this last uh, Friday. So if you know somebody that wants uh, something in Spanish about the Bible, just tell him that we have a small group in Spanish. Yeah, it's, it's going to be every Friday at 7 p.m. in my house. If you need more information about my address, you can come with me and, and I give you my address. You, you can go to the orchardgroups.com and you're going to find there the uh, Sp Grupo Español. Sale? And I'm speaking in Spanish. <laughs> so you're going to find their the, uh, Grupo Español, and you can tell your friends who speak Spanish that we have something already for right. them in Spanish. Right. They had their first meeting the other night. I think they had eight yeah. adults and about five kids come mm -hmm. to that. So there's still a little bit more room in the Friday night one. Yeah. Once that one fills up, you know, 12 to 15 people, they're willing to start another night. So if you have anyone you know or yourself that speaks Spanish, wants to be in our Spanish small group, orchardgroups.com, click the link there yeah. for the Spanish group, and, and you can go ahead and get in that, and then we'll be letting you guys know as we're starting the first Spanish service and where, where that'll be. So isn't this exciting stuff, Orchard? This is, this is, this is exciting. It's a lot of fun. So I want to just uh, pray for Marcial right now and this new, this new ministry that God would, would, would bless it as we know he's going to. Father, I want us to pray for Marcial, pray for Jana. Thank you for getting their family here safely. Thank you for the, their incredible step of faith to be on this journey, to partner with us. Thank you for Orchard Church, the incredible generosity and response of our people to give, to help supply uh, their house and their food. And Lord, we are so excited about this new Spanish ministry in our community. We know who too much is given, much is required. We know that almost 50% of the people living around us um, speak Spanish, and we want to reach them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to make disciples. We, we want to see lives change, changed uh, through the Spanish-speaking people, just as we've seen in our English services. And so I just pray that you would give us direction and guidance. Give us wisdom. Lord, your word promises in James, if we need wisdom, to ask you and you will give it liberally to us. And we ask for a big dose of wisdom uh, for Marcial and, and for our leadership team as we move forward. Lord, as we, we make our plans, but you direct our steps and just, just work out every detail. And we ask that you do exceeding and abundant above all that we'd ask or think. And you just blow us away with your goodness and your blessings through this new Spanish ministry. And we just thank you in advance for what you're going to do. We pray all this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Thank you, Marcial. God bless you, brother. Happy to have you here. Love you. Um, one more thing that we're going to do to close out this morning. As many of you know, we uh, try to put together as many mission trips as possible here at Orchard Church. We try to have at least one a year, sometimes more, where it gives you guys an opportunity to, to sign up, to go on one of our mission trips uh, around the world because there's nothing like being on the mission field. I mean, we can show you pictures and all that, but it is life-changing when you actually get to go to visit one of our missionaries and visit one of our feeding centers and, and see the people. It's, it's a life-changing experience. And if you've never got to do that, I'd encourage you now to be praying and 
saving for our, our next mission trip uh, that we'll be going on. And we'll let you know what that's going to be. But we are going to be sending eight uh, from our church here in just a couple of weeks. They leave on uh, Friday the 13th, so they need prayer. And we're going to be praying for them. There's eight of them, and they are going to be going to uh, Manila, Philippines, uh, the other side of the world, uh, to visit our feeding center and our missionaries, Luke and Kelly Lyons. Um, I've had the privilege to go there myself several times. It's going to be a life-changing trip for these eight people. And so these eight people are going as an extension of the ministry of Orchard Church uh, to be there. And so can we thank them for their step of faith to go on this mission trip? Amen. And so I want to just ask them to join hands, and I just want to pray for them as they'll be leaving in just a couple of weeks to head for, what, 10 days, right? About 10, 10 days to Manila, Philippines, and I know they'll bring back a wonderful report uh, to our church as well. So let me pray for them. Father, I just want to thank you for each and every one of these, these folks that are here that have taken the step of faith to go and visit our, our missionaries in the Philippines and to, to just be with those amazing people that are there that we love so much. Lord, we know many people are coming to know Christ in the Philippines. Many disciples are being made. And we know that we, as a church, have a part in that ministry. And these people get the privilege to meet so many people that have had their lives changed because of Jesus Christ and because of our church and churches like ours who prayed for their ministry and have given financially for that work there. And I, I just thank you for their step of faith. I thank you uh, for the money that's been raised. They've all raised all of their money and you've provided supernaturally in those ways. They all have their own stories. And Laura, I know this will be a life-changing trip for each and every one of them. Thank you for their willingness. Uh, we know that they're going to represent you most of all, and they're also going to represent Orchard Church. And we just pray a special blessing on each and every one of them. And this trip, we pray for their safety as they travel to and back. We pray for them physically, that you would help them to stay healthy so they can um, minister properly while they're there. Pray for their families that will be back here holding down the fort in the States. And Lord, just uh, give them an amazing trip. Open their eyes to the world to see it the way you see it. People that need Jesus Christ. And we thank you for them and, and this trip they're going on. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. Thank you. Well, at this time, as we, we close out our service, uh, we're going to receive our, our gifts to the Lord. And if you are a first-time guest and you filled out your connection card, please drop that in the offering bucket uh, when it goes by today. We're not interested in your money, but we're interested in you. Also, if you filled out your survey for the Spanish ministry, please drop those in. And uh, thank you guys for being here today. And check out what else is going on around here at Orchard Church.